Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It is that time again, time for Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Koblenz in a darkened studio with Art Shirley. Jay Reed. And we have moved locations, guys. How's it feel? We're a little bit closer. It's a little bit darker. We've got more sound uh, boards around us. How does does it make us sound better? Is the question. Yeah. <laughs> we need a doctor. Okay. We need a doctor because Jay has died. <laughs> Jay has died on air. So we'll be taking auditions for our third guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to wear glasses and That's you've right. got to fit the profile picture. So That's right. anyway, anyway, how are you I'm guys redoing it? Yeah, there you go. Because our art's put all he's putting into guys of a certain age. So how are you guys doing? Hanging in there. It's a Monday. As we have said many times before, but it's not a bad one so far. Just kind of hectic. Yeah, doing well. Yeah. Wow. That that was scintillating conversation there for the podcast. Anyway. I'm trying to stop from singing, uh, Don't You Wish Your Pharmacist Was Hot Like Jay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Jay, uh, Jay talked, we asked about the temperature, how it was in the, in the, the studio here. And somehow it became that Jay was hot, but. Then we go into this riff of "Don't you wish your pharmacist was hot like me?" Which I will not be able to stop on hearing that. God damn me either. My yeah. new theme song. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this is the Monday or Tuesday or late Monday or early Tuesday as you listen to this before Thanksgiving. So we wanted to do a Thanksgiving episode of Guys of a Certain Age. This would be our first annual Thanksgiving episode. That's right. First yeah. ever. First ever. First annual. Annual first. Annual it's ever. first annual because it's not annual until the second year. Oh, is that right? So yep. it's the first ever. Then it would become the second Seminal Seminal is sometimes it's called, but. So, wow. And we're so, thankful for all the downloads and listeners that we have received of recent, of late. I can't talk. That's a BS. <laughs> <laughs> Juvenile BS. We're going to change our episode, our uh, show name to "Guys of a Certain Juvenile BS." That's so, right. uh, as some folks have remarked in the comments, but anyway, hey, you listening enough to uh, to form an opinion? So we appreciate everybody out there. there. We so, do appreciate it. Um, we are here to get you through the long Thanksgiving weekend. As we all know, Thanksgiving starts out great with a bang. You're off work Wednesday night. You got Thursday with family. Then it starts to get a little long in the tooth, especially if you've got out-of-town guests. And as you push to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we've got some things to get you through. And coincides with the launch of Disney+. Plus. Have you guys noticed how everybody has a plus? You know, ESPN+, Plus and Disney+, Plus and, you know, Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, which is kind of... Maybe know. more of a minus for Apple, but uh, maybe more of a minus for Apple. But petition is doing the naming. Yeah, but at least HBO they've gone with HBO Max. But I think HBO's streaming service called HBO Max it goes along with HBO Go and HBO Now. So which HBO are you talking about? So I think there's a little confusion there with Warner, Warner Brothers uh, streaming service. But we're here to talk about the hidden gems on Disney Plus. That if you need to retreat to your bedroom to get away from extra cranberry sauce and your mother-in-law, here's some things you can watch. Some hidden gems, 
deep within the vault of Disney Plus. So which one of you guys wants to tell me your hidden gem? I'll go first. First of all, this is a little bit of a geek thing. Uh, This is the first podcast we've done since Disney Plus launched. We talked about it last week, and uh, I think uh, either either on the free trial or about to subscribe or subscribed already. I think you both, both you guys have subscribed and I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger. Uh, cause it's great. Love it. Uh, I think we've all watched the Mandalorian. Yes. No disintegrations, please. If you're uh, going to pull the trigger, no disintegrations. That's right. Please. Yeah. But did I pull the trigger first? <laughs> and that's the first little geek thing that oh, I've got. Right quick. Again. Han. So have you seen this? Y'all have seen this oh, piece. Han and Greedo scene. That yeah. scene has been redone now that it's uh, on Disney plus. It's a fourth version. I think is what it is. It is the fourth version. This is what Lucas did for the 4k re-release of the movies before, before Disney bought it before he sold yeah. out. So it's a little bit longer scene. They've added in another little shot of Greedo and, uh, and then the whole thing happens. Greedo, shoots i think first now and then explodes when han shoots him it's bizarre and he does the macarena too right yeah which is an odd choice i thought but apparently lucas was uh, very much a, fa- a fan of the macarena yeah just bizarre yeah it I is mean, bizarre let's is go back to bizarre. the original so i watched new hope that was kind of a, a a nice getaway for me watch that again uh on Disney Plus, in addition to some of the other, did it things. take you back back? Did it take you back to 1977? No, it took me back to what 1997. Whenever the uh, special edition came back, you know, some parts of it does. It's it was fun to see it. Just kind of neat to see it. And of course, it the transfer looks great. It's yeah. 4K, so it looks really good. Well, uh, we talked about Blockbuster, the podcast, a few episodes back, lots of episodes back, and I finally got to listen to it. And what an amazing podcast as they, as they go through the whole genesis of Star Wars and Jaws and Close Encounters of a Third Kind to a, a certain extent. And I, yeah. think, I think I talked to Jay about this. I may have talked to Art about this, but the the the, the part, I think it's in episode five where they add the music in. Yeah, we where, talked about it too, John yeah, Williams stuff. When they're yeah. recreating John Williams' uh, recording with uh, uh, the London Symphony, which just like goosebumps yeah oh yeah almost tears to the eyes you know very much so i mean you know can you imagine that movie without john williams no i really can't i think that uh, i think as i said in that uh that uh, podcast it's what pulled it all together yeah so all right but anyway my go-to uh and we're actually going to a wedding so we won't have the long family weekend uh thing we live for a wedding friday you can put it on your ipad that's right i can put it on my ipad and you can download that's right yeah because disney plus allows you to download but i went through the disney through the year section have y'all looked at that yet uh no you know that you 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 come to the main page and they've got featured things that you'd like and go gosh well it's this is great it's a lot of it's a huge selection but i'm not seeing some of the movies that i thought would be on here and there are some that i searched for that i didn't find charlie the lonesome cougar i'm waiting for that to come out um (laughs) Y'all remember that show? No, we're not talking. You talking about it? Okay. So, but yeah, yeah. we're we're not talking about a. No, it's not Charlene the Lonesome Cougar, <laughs> okay. which I want to do as a parody because the narration that would be great. Oh, oh she entered the single bar and things were never the same. <laughs> Charlene didn't know what she was getting into. Anyway, I digress. So and that's where the juvenile BS comes so in. So right? that's right. That's right. And I love to hear myself do the Charlene voice. Uh, I guess that's. Anyway, uh, the thing that I liked was I found was the old Kurt Russell uh, Disney movies. The computer wore tennis shoes, the strongest man in the world. Do you all remember those movies? They, barely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, those were those were classics to me. And, you know, of course, a very much younger uh, very different Kurt Russell than he got to be in the John Carpenter movies like The Thing and Escape from New York and L.A. 
But uh, they're a lot of fun, and they, they all took place at the same at Melville College or Melville High. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I wow. think if y'all recovered enough to uh, <laughs> to speak, yeah, I completely broke. I, mean, I just completely like broke. Wow, well, I have tears in my. So anyway, that's my that's my little hidden gem that I found at Disney Plus. I think Art's going to have to continue with this without us, or at least without mm-hmm. me. Man, that was funny. Oh, all right. So I remember the computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah. It came out 72. Oh, it was 70? 60s, probably late 60s, maybe early. The, maybe it may have been early 70s, yeah. but I think the first one, that was the first one. I think it was probably 68 or 69. That's and before they had he. a series of them. Yeah, before he. Uh, he read for Han Solo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure along was. with Christopher Walken. I'm reading for the part of Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo. Yeah. I can't do him either. That's much better. <laughs> that was much better than mine. Full so. fighters. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Gosh, that's so, really bad. It really I really is. don't need to try that again. No. Jay, you're Christopher Walken? <laughs> you're obligatory Christopher Walken? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't he know. was good. Yo, Damien. <laughs> oh, wait. No. So, all right. So who's next on the JS? I'll I, be next. I, I still I, need recovery I'm time. not sure that I uh, understood the hidden gem qualification, but I did decide that I think for me it would be watching, you know, how remember um, the Geek of the Week many months ago about the theaters that were showing all the Marvel movies yes. prior to the end game. Well, I think my daughter had seen Solo with me and maybe one other and decided that she liked Star Wars after all this time, but she's never watched the original movies. So what I think would be cool would be to watch all the Star Wars movies up to the final to the Rise of Skywalker and then go see Rise of Skywalker right. in the theater, um, you know, during the holidays. So she's got she's got more time off than any human being ought to have yeah. for school. But um, you know, happy to have her and all that. But I think that would be fun. And, and on, on Disney Plus, it would you know I've probably got the movies at home, but I'm not sure my VCR is working. <laughs> So I think Disney Plus will help me out to wow. to yeah. get through all those. The geek of the week part is that is my. I'm not sure my VCR is working. So Jay, let me tell you, you're going to get not only a high def transfer, but it'll be true letterbox. Okay, so you won't have a center cut if you're not watching it on VHS. I can't believe you just said. You just implied you would watch them on VHS if you didn't have Disney Plus. Well, I have a VCR. I just don't do know you not have ever. another format? Those own, do you only have VHS? I think I've got them? DVDs too. Okay. Yeah. okay, I've got I've got the original VHS of Same. New Hope. I've got the uh, I've got the original release of them on VHS. You know the the box set on the, VHS. The box set on yeah, VHS. Uh-huh. I've got the special edition on VHS, and I've got them on DVD and Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't have I've all that. The, I think I've, I've got, got two sets of DVDs because I have the DVD that has the theatrical cut, uh, and it's uh, it's not anamorphic or it, there it is. I can't remember which which the deal is. You know, you have to upres it so much to even show it on your screen. But yeah, uh, it's the it's original theatrical cut. So I hang on to that. Uh, and then I've got the Blu-ray set. But like I said, I thought the transfer that I saw the 4K uh, version. Uh, on Disney Plus looked really good. I thought it looked really good. So yeah, how, the only one it's not going to have is the the Last uh, Jedi. So that's, that's that's still in, uh, I guess Netflix world. Has it hasn't come over yet? Has it? It hasn't come over yet. Yeah. No. No. Uh, how Jabba? I thought I saw it. Look in. I New actually Hope. skipped through that part. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Fast forwarded. It's a minute twelve seconds if you want to <laughs> skip through it. As soon as that came on, because they repeat the same thing, there's absolutely no need for it in terms of story, because he says the same thing. 
to Java that he just said to Greedo. They they have the same exact exchange, so just skip it and start over. Where Luke and Obi Wan, who is called Ben much more in the uh, original one than he was Obi Wan, but um, where they show up uh, and see the Millennium Falcon for the first time. Okay, what a piece of junk! <laughs> wow, yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it. So watching, I mean, listening to. Um, a blockbuster and then i've got the making of star wars big coffee table book yeah that's here. that's great that uh, so i need to go back and watch a new hope um my hidden gem which a lot of people wouldn't be interested in how they made that star wars big coffee table but it's very <laughs> <laughs> wow okay one one step too far on that one art's got jokes art's yeah. funny for I'll, once. I'll bring those out later yeah for once <laughs> Um, so my hidden gem is a 1979 Disney movie called The Black Hole, which, um, you know, after Star Wars exploded, all the studios ran to find some sci-fi property that they had turned down, you know, before Star Wars yeah. rewrote the record book, the, 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 all the record books in Hollywood. And they're like, oh, we need our own Star Wars. And that, that got us stuff like... Um, Battlestar Galactica and uh, Buck Rogers, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh, the Ice Pirates. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, the Ice Pirates. Ouch, I remember the Ice Pirates. Mm-hmm. But it also got Disney into the animation game, into the sci-fi game with the Black Hole, which was. Um, I've been watching it. I haven't watched it all the way through. It held up a lot better than I thought. Yeah, it would. I watched it about a year ago. It's uh, it's great. So the premise of it is it's uh, a explorer ship that finds a black hole and they find a long lost um, um, Earth spaceship there. And I'm not going to give you any plot points to it, but it's pretty creepy. I'm not going to spoil the plot for you, but it's very, very creepy. Um, it's the first Disney movie that's rated PG Ooh. because it has profanity in it. And um, so it wasn't much of a box office um, as I pivot to look and see what the um, the gross was. It didn't make a whole lot. Um, it had a production budget of $20 million, which was huge at the time. At that point, it was the most expensive picture ever produced by Disney. It grossed $35.8 million, which was a fair amount. But uh, it had Anthony Perkins in it. Yeah, Maximilian Shell plays the main bad. And so there's a killer robot called Maximilian that I was always confused because the first time I was exposed to this, I was exposed to it as a comic book. And I was always confused about Maximilian Shell and Maximilian the yeah. robot, you know. Um and uh slim pickens is one of the robots and i can't remember who the yeah other. he's old bob yeah 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 so but the effects were great it uh was kind of creepy almost had some zombie type of people in it so i would uh i, I was really I, surprised how dark it was for disney and i'd forgotten that whole zombie uh aspect of it you know i remembered the black hole obviously being a big part of it it had a it had to me a very similar feeling uh of forbidden planet and uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the other Disney, you know, another Disney sci-fi movie. Yeah, it very much had a 20,000 Leagues but feel. much, I mean, uh, as dark as Nemo was in that, uh, you know, Maximilian Shell's character, and I can't remember who he was, what the name of the guy, bad guy was. Hans something. Yeah. Because all bad guys are named Hans. Hans Gruber. Yeah. No, but it's the, not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi Plaza. I saw that on a t-shirt the other day. That's right. So did I. So did most of us who are on Facebook in our age bracket. There so, you go. But uh, so three things to watch on, on Disney Plus to get you through the back half of Thanksgiving, which 
we're going to talk about Thanksgiving now. And it's not Thanksgiving until... Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Arguably the most famous Thanksgiving skit on television happened on WKRP in Cincinnati. As God is my witness, I thought that turkeys could fly. So it's not Thanksgiving for me until I get up and I watch that segment. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's this great holiday promotion that the general manager of the radio station and the sales manager does where they are giving away turkeys, live turkeys that they're pushing out of a helicopter a couple hundred feet up over a supermarket plaza and it turns into a disaster and it is the funniest thing it is funny that i may have ever seen on television so as god is my witness i, I thought turkeys could fly i thought turkeys could fly i actually have a t-shirt that says that so but let's talk about thanksgiving art what's your thanksgiving memories your go-to thanksgiving traditions now what do we need to know about you and the bird? Even before we lived in West Point, we would always come over to West Point for Thanksgiving. We'd have uh, very large family gatherings. Um, it wouldn't wouldn't always be just family. We'd we'd have uh, uh, other friends, you know, from the town, and also friends from outside of town or whatever would come. So we would we would have sometimes as much as or as many as eighty people, you know, for a Thanksgiving thing. Sometimes uh, probably even maybe a little bit more than that. And so it was a very big deal. We would, you know, the the high school age kids or junior high and younger kids really would have to, you know, get tables and chairs from the church and do all this kind of stuff. So, but it was a lot of fun. It was a, it's a, it a very big fun gathering. I've mentioned before that I, I ran my uh, aunt off, who's a huge uh, Mississippi State fan after the Immaculate Deflection. So I won't go back into that again, but... Uh, you know, football was always a big part of it. Uh, growing up a state fan, we always had the radio on with uh, Jack Crystal doing uh, play-by-play or uh, commentary on the uh, Egg Bowl and listen to that as part of uh, part of Thanksgiving. Um, food, I'm a, a huge dressing person. I'm actually probably a bigger dressing person after I eat it. <laughs> so, so dressing versus stuffing? Yeah, I, yeah, you know, that wasn't even a question. We never had stuffing. I mean, it was no, always, it was dressing. I know? hate dressing. You hate dressing? I hate dressing. I really do. I'm glad you dressed today, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm not going to be as hot as my pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love dressing. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I've got to have. Dressing, dressing with the giblet gravy on it. And so, well... You talk about your traditions there, Mr. Hot Pharmacist. We were, I had grandparents in North Mississippi and then my paternal grandparents were in Arkansas. So we kind of did a, you know, back and forth. That means your father's parents, right? That is correct. Okay. (laughs) Um, So we would go back and forth and it was pretty much just family, but that was one of the times I had an uncle with three sons and a daughter that, you know, were my cousins, obviously. And we would play football. We would go to Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and we'd play football in the yard, which seems you know, pretty normal, except that my three cousins all played football in college eventually. Oh, wow. And one of them played pro ball for a while. So just imagine, you know, I, and I didn't really start growing till I was a, a were junior you, in high school. <laughs> were you the last one picked for the football teams? Well, I'll pretty much, yeah. Wow, wow. So what, you're, you've got a cousin who played pro ball? Briefly, yeah, he sure did. For wow. who? Oh, uh, gosh. He played, I think, for the – started out maybe – Tampa Bay and then maybe for the Patriots for a little while, but it, it was, it was a 
brief career, but he did play. I mean, he was uh, played at Ole Miss and you know led team there. But when it came down to uh, the pro, it just it didn't last long. But yeah, he played. You know what NFL stands for, right? National Football League. Not for long. <laughs> That's <laughs> well. what NFL. Yeah, you know, so he had a cup of coffee in the in the NFL. So they say, you know, you're supposed to, you know, be called up in the major leagues, and when you're called up for just like a, a few days, you're called up to have a cup of coffee. And then they send you back to the minors. So yeah, well, his son actually played played uh, baseball and played a couple of major league games. As well, well, who so. is he? And do you have photos of you and him? Because I'm, we still, I'm pretty sure I've got photos. We don't believe yes. you and Faith Hill. So <laughs> yeah, Benton Reed and uh, Michael Reed was his son. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So that was, that's you know, cool. that's kind of what we did on that side. And we'd always be pretty much turkey and dressing the standard fare everywhere. So we you, went. you guys would both travel for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. we do the, the Shirley side as well. I mean, you know, but that was my mom's Shirley, side that had the big, the big thing. Oh, that's good. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> You've never heard that <laughs> one right. before. Have right. you? Never, never Mark this day down <laughs> <laughs> for so many different reasons, that's right. for so many different reasons. Uh, and of course, you know, now, you know, my wife, you know, we'll have her family over and kind of split time between that too. So it's good, but it's always, like I said, it's always a, a large number of people, no matter what the, what family it is. It seems like, I think we're setting a record this year. We've got my brother's family, my family, my parents and my son's girlfriend and my uh, mother-in-law are all going to be here in town. It's like 12 of us. Mm. So that's going to be a, probably the biggest one we've had in a while. So the plan right now is for, Bonnie, the boys, and I. Bonnie's older brother, Mike, his wife. They're ten kids. Wow. Hello. And then my in-laws, mother and father-in-law, and then my parents. I think we're going to have twenty-two. Yeah, maybe twenty-four out at the cabin. That'd be so, great. Which will? Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's going to be something. I don't know if great's going to be what it is. So. Um, all right, we'll talk about what you have to have for Thanksgiving from a food standpoint. Why don't we start with Jay, since that may take us to the end of the podcast. Yeah, it may not, though, because I don't really have to have anything. Um, I, I like smoked turkey. Um, I'll eat dressing. is not my favorite. Don't, you know, could, If it wasn't there, I wouldn't. Um, I need the one bite. I need the one bite of dressing, but I don't need, you know, I'm not going to eat it over and over again. Now, what I do like to do, though, is take the dressing the next day. And like make it into a waffle or, you know, that's do some, disgusting. Do all kind of, oh, no, no, it's not at all. Disgusting. That's disgusting. It's, it's called a stuffle. So, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Probably, we do something called green bean roll ups where you take the, it's like a green bean bundle, wrap it in bacon, dorky sauce on it. Um, it's not just Thanksgiving. We have it pretty much every holiday. Yeah, that's, but that's good stuff. The, I, I, that's the one I'm going to go back and get more of for sure what about you art what's uh, for me it's the dressing i mean that's what that's what makes it thanksgiving well you know i like turkey uh sometimes we'll have ham as well but um but for me it's the dressing uh my wife becky makes a, a fantastic dressing has always done a really good job with that uh, other people in the family uh, have made it uh, in years past but uh, that's my favorite thing my grandmother um maternal grandmother granny made that and now everybody tries to duplicate that yeah you know, we've got her recipe which is not precise as mm -hmm. that's right my Becky's is, is her mother's and was the same thing too right she so you kind of had to play with it but uh that's what we end up with every time so what's your go-to for turkey do you want it do you want it roasted do you want it smoked fried turkey what's your 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 turkey requirement smoked. yeah i like smoked too and and really kind of the smoking of turkey 
kind of changed my attitude about turkey. You know, it was always it was always something there that you had. It was good, and I enjoyed it. But man, the smoke flavoring really brings it. You know, man, makes I, it. I love a fried turkey. Fried turkey's good too. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll I haven't had much experience with fried, and I don't want to do it. I mean, I don't want to. Oh man, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it can be a lot of fun. So do you make sure you're videoing just in case. We yeah. Get one of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of those redneck yeah. Hallmark moments. So, um, fried turkey. Hey, y'all watch this. Yeah. That's but that's right. good stuff too. I love it. But just, yeah, to me, it's both of those techniques have really improved the taste of turkey. So do you guys eat turkey at any time, other time of the year? I mean, you know, or do you, and I'm not talking like a turkey sandwich or yeah. something like, you like that. Is that another holiday staple? Yeah. Do you, do you decide sometime in, in mid-may hey i think we're gonna roast a turkey for sunday lunch no ours is i mean we'll have it for christmas um uh and again with ham uh and then uh but those are really the only times we'll we'll do that kind of thing and we may have dressing as well uh becky did uh prime rib last christmas and that was a nice change of pace this is the thanksgiving episode yeah i'm just you asked me you t- I, I thought yeah. he asked did he not ask yeah. something about when yeah when but do don't either? give I us thought... spoilers because we got to do a christmas okay. episode okay we got to do a christmas episode yeah. we don't give too much i feel like i was kind of lured in and <laughs> then uh slammed for uh, responding to the question Boom. Yeah. yeah so what about you jay do you guys do turkey not talking about christmas we're not talking about christmas do you do turkey any other time of the we, year this year we did um i decided because i'm trying to plan ahead more with meals and in a big turkey if i can smoke it on the weekend you know i can take the meat and like salads or just eat it with vegetables or whatever so i did actually my wife got turkeys at work like as a christmas gift or, or a thanksgiving gift uh but since we already had one going or my, we're going to be at my mom's or whatever we didn't free we did just put them in the freezer and so like a month or two back I, I popped one of those out and smoked it and and we just had turkey meat for the rest you know for a week or so so yeah, not a lot, but I'm not against it. I'm not Did against it. Did you understand what he said? I'm not against it. I got it. <laughs> wow. You're either for it or against it. All right. <laughs> so so cranberry sauce, necessary evil or welcome addition? If I'm gonna have dressing, I need the cranberry sauce. Wow. In I the like, can. I like cranberry sauce. Uh, yeah. The the canned cranberry sauce. The gel gelatinous cube. Yeah. You the don't want to see it cylinder. actually come out of the cube. Out of the uh, cylinder, <laughs> out, out of the, the can. Looks like something from Basic D and D from way back when. A gelatinous cube, yeah. but it's not something I sit there and go, "Oh, I can't wait to have that." Because but if you is, don't, because we never eat it process. all. Yeah, and we right. never eat it all. So then you've got this half a cylinder of jelly left in the fridge for weeks. And what do you do with it then? It turns into green slime. Then, and we do right? a bunch of different casseroles. I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's that's part of the process that we really like. It's good, but. You know, my mother-in-law, she will serve a plate of black olives. Really? A little side dish of black olives okay. at Thanksgiving, which I guess it's something. She, she doesn't vary off her menu at all. Right. Because this is her set menu. This is the expectation mm-hmm. level. Um, we have something similar. My mom will bring out dishes that, like, I mean, literal dishes, glass plates or whatever that yeah. we never see. And I'm yeah. not talking about just the good china. I'm talking about Serving the relish dishes. tray Yeah, right. comes yeah. out with little, little yeah. pickles and maybe some um, olives and stuff like that come out. And uh, rarely do you see that except for holiday meals. What about desserts? Oh, did you answer your, what's your? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, we'll do, we only do turkey at Thanksgiving. Okay. And uh, my preference is fried, um, you know, because I, there's such a danger with a roasted turkey that it can get overcooked and it becomes very, dry. very dry. Yeah, that's the problem. That's what, and that's what, yeah. Brine that baby. Yeah, yeah. But 
I can't control what other people that I'm related to by marriage do. So (laughs) that's why I usually have a fried turkey going on the side. Backup turkey. Yeah, the backup turkey. What about dessert then? So pumpkin or or, um, pumpkin or sweet potato pie for Thanksgiving, which is your preference? We'll do a sweet potato casserole and and really the the pie choice for us is is going to be uh, a pecan pie. Mm. So that's what, and I love pecan pie. I didn't grow up with with. Uh, I didn't. I grew up not liking pecans, so uh, they may have had it, but I didn't eat it. And pumpkin pie is not something we grew up in my yeah, family, but right. my wife family did. Uh-huh. So I've grown into enjoying pumpkin pie. But I'd like to tweak it a little bit. I'm, I mean, like a pumpkin cheesecake or something, or pumpkin yeah. swirl. Kind of keep the pumpkin theme going. But do something a little, little more, or maybe right. something like a pumpkin spice latte. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for dessert, no. Oh, okay. What about you? Uh, you know, I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan or a sweet potato pie fan. I, I will have a little small slice, maybe. I prefer like an apple pie mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, pecan pie. Yeah. Grew up on pecan pie. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, our we would have small Thanksgivings growing up, just mom dad little sister and i uh because and then my grandmother lived next door because dad's family was miles away in indiana and it ain't easy getting to indiana in november so yeah. Ooh, yeah. uh yeah yeah so uh but we later on we would have a church-wide thanksgiving on thanksgiving day which was really kind of cool because we had a lot of folks who were transplants from the northeast in our church and Again, it wasn't as easy to travel back then, you know, in the late 70s as it is now. And uh, so we would have a large Thanksgiving, you know, gathering. More like a potluck on steroids yeah. is kind of what it was. So, um, but what about football? What about well, that's football? What, and I was going to ask, too, in kind of tying the uh, food thing in, obviously we have leftovers. But if you're watching football either Thursday night, as we will be, you know, since our uh, – Locally here, we've got the Egg Bowl, which is Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Um, and Saturday, what kind of food are you bringing out? Are you still eating leftovers, or is there some kind of food that you're introducing into the uh... – Well, you know, I work the games if they're here. So oh, okay. I'm, so you're, I'm usually you're, you're stuck. at the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually stuck whatever's available in the stadium. But did you guys grow up watching football on Thanksgiving? The Detroit Lions play on Thanksgiving. Have yeah, forever. and really not growing up so much, but once I you know, uh, was married uh, – you know, we'll have people that like those games. And, and, you know, so we'll have those games on a lot of times, especially if there's a team that's playing that, that somebody has a vested interest in yeah. as opposed to just, oh, these are the teams that are on, you know. We never grew up watching football. Yeah, we didn't grow up doing it. It's something that's kind of, I think, happened over the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah, it wasn't a part of our tradition, but it would be on the TV. Didn't there used to be one college game, uh, Texas versus Texas A&M, maybe? I think that was a Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah, I didn't way watch Way back in the day when no. they were part of the S- Southwest Conference. Uh-huh. The, I remember uh, watching that one. The, you, we cheated ourselves into a Bolivian conference. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Macy's Parade, yes or no? Yes. Nah. Yeah. Nah. And not as, not so much watch it from stem to stern, but have it on. and That's kind of what we do. I mean, I don't wake up and go, oh, but, but I've got to turn it on and we'll watch it. And then we'll see, you know, what they show. Now there's NBC covers it and CBS covers it. And one of them does breaks and they'll have a, a Broadway show performance, which I'm okay with Broadway shows, but I'd rather just see the parade. 
and I can't remember which one does which, but uh, the virus is kind of the same way. We just have it. I mean, when the they stop right in front of Macy's and do the little. Scene. Well, actually, this is the only the yeah they'll cut away, and it's sometimes it's a canned piece something oh. that they've they've actually pre-recorded, and to me that takes me out of the the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that they do that anymore. Such things were happening, but yeah. uh, I don't know the last time I watched the Macy's yeah. Thanksgiving Day Parade. So, but just not that interested. So what time do you guys usually eat Thanksgiving um, meal? Is that a 12, a 1, a 2? It I mean, changes because my wife in her healthcare job now has to work a lot of Thanksgivings. And so we kind of have to plan it around her. And then now we've got my family coming and some of them want to go to the Egg Bowl. So we're trying to figure out, you know, it's my son's final home game as a Mississippi State senior. So he's definitely going to the game. And we're trying to – we may have Thanksgiving dinner on Wednesday night, just yeah. just to make sure. And, and we, that's 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 changed for us too. And used to be that we would do, uh, at one point we'd do like a, a noon uh, with one family and then go and eat, you know, again uh, for supper with the other family. That's what wow. I'm talking about. Yeah. Man. So that was, that was just, I mean, that was a lot of food. That's cruel know, so, and unusual yeah, yeah. punishment. Uh, but with the ball game being played on Thursday nights now, we usually try to go ahead and eat by 12, 1230 at the latest so people can eat and then make plans to get uh, especially if it's if it's more of a, a concern if the ball game is is in Starville, which is you know close to, right. to where we live. Yeah, I think we're gonna I'm gonna push for a twelve o'clock meal, mm-hmm. which yeah we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we usually have people coming over at eleven thirty, starting to you know visit or or help or whatever. Yeah, mill about but help. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's shaking baked, and I helped. <laughs> that was really good. Wow, that's a throwback. And that was a throwback. And with that throwback, we're going to throw it out of here. We do appreciate everybody who listens to us. Thanks to all our new listeners via Podbean. We even have listeners in Ghana, guys. Did really? you know that? No. Yeah, that's really kind of cool. Ghana's a great place to go. It's kind of a kind of Africa for beginners. We did a mission trip there a few years ago. It was uh, really really cool. So shout out to all the Ghanaian listeners, and uh, we appreciate everybody downloading. Um, again, if you like what you hear, please give us a five star rating and a good review. If you don't like what you hear, we'll take that five star rating anyway. You can call us juvenile. You can uh, make any type of disparaging comments, but we just appreciate that you're listening. So hope your Thanksgiving goes well. Hope you don't eat too much and we will see you next week.